From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling for Wednesday, December 4th, the year 2019. And this is a very special edition of the show. Uh, this is somebody who's wanted to come on and talk about an amazing program he's doing to bring golf uh, to people who need it the most. And I'm so honored to be able to welcome in the PGA head professional from the Innsbruck Resort in St. Louis, Kevin Korn, to teeing it up with Jeremy Schilling. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Hey, it's my pleasure. Um, and, and it's my pleasure to highlight what you're doing, which is absolutely amazing stuff. So just so that people um, have an idea, people hear the name PGA Head Professional, and I think sometimes they don't understand what goes into that. So... Let's first go through what your day job is, and then let's first, and, and, and then we'll get into why you're even on the program in the first place. Well, it's, you know, being a head professional in, in uh, the golf world just means that we really do anything and everything you can imagine with, with in the golf industry. Um, it's everything from giving lessons and, and running tournaments and the stuff that people would most most likely associate with with golf but i mean you know this time of year and, and even during the summer months we're scrubbing carts and picking the range and doing it you know pretty much whatever needs to be done to to make sure people enjoy their time out at the golf course um and and that's what kevin is doing uh during his day and then he does something else uh when it comes to his day off which is why he's on teeing it up um and it's 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 awesome stuff. So let's uh, get into it. Yeah, uh, I take every Wednesday off. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second, Kevin. Hold okay. on. So, because um, I, 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 I want to give this intro because I, I okay. think it's important for people to to grasp. Because you can say what you do, but I, but I honestly believe that that what you actually do is bigger than even how you say it. If that makes sense. So. Um, let me just run through this because I think it's amazing stuff. Kevin Korn works his regular days. And then Kevin Korn, when he's not doing his day job, does the following. And I came across this um, as, as part of my day job, uh, do, uh, writing articles for uh, PJ Magazine, one of the offshoots of PJ Magazine. And what I find amazing about what you're about to say, Kevin, is that this is something that is a volunteer gig. You don't get paid for this. This is totally volunteer. It's out of the goodness of your heart, and it makes so many people's lives better. So now you have the floor. Tell us about why you are joining us on the podcast today. Well, I appreciate the kind words, Jeremy. uh, Thank you very much. Every Wednesday is, is my day off, and, and the reason for that is so that I can make our, our 2 o'clock tea time at Rankin-Jordan Pediatric Bridge Hospital uh, each Wednesday afternoon so that, that um, you know, I go in there, and, and we started at May 10, 2011, and, and every week since then, I go in and work with the kids that are there uh, and, and teach them how to play golf. And the children at, at Rankin-Jordan are medically complex, so... Yeah, they they've got pretty pretty much pick any medical condition you can imagine, uh, and and then 
add two or three or four things to it and yeah, that's that's they're, they're the sickest of the sick, and and Frank and Jordan has a care beyond the bedside model that that they they get kids back to being kids and use play as a form of of healing, and so the, the teaching the kids how to play golf it ties right into that and allows them to have fun and and learn a game that that many never thought they could could play, and they're healing at the same time. Uh, so it's it's just it's a fantastic way to, to spend the day I, I get far more out of it than what the kids do uh, I, I can assure you of that and you know so every Wednesday it, it's golf day at, at Rankin and um, here recently they expanded the hospital and as part of that expansion we now have two putting greens outside for the kids to, to go use along with a, a miracle field um, it's a, an ulcer, all weather baseball diamond uh, but there's also a sign out there that refers to it as Rankin Jordan National Golf Links, uh, hmm. because we use the whole field and, and actually get the kids playing golf. Uh, and, and then when we're inside, there's great facilities and, and room inside. And thanks to the the good folks at KMLV, our local CBS affiliate here in St. Louis, their surprise squad recently showed up and brought the kids a, a full swing simulator. So yeah, you, you could if you're showing up one day for a tour of the hospital you could walk in and, and see the kids playing at Kapalua or Torrey Pines and, and uh, just kind of what you'd expect to see at a pediatric hospital right? No it's not and um, it's, it's an amazing program and I just want to emphasize something this is St. Louis Missouri and as Kevin said to me four years ago 52 weeks a year for 60 or 90 minutes. So this can be the worst St. Louis winter you can ever imagine. And Kevin is there. And it can be the prettiest spring day. And Kevin is there. And that's what I think is so amazing about this. Is you realized the power of golf needed to be not just a seasonal thing. But a 52 weeks a year thing. Talk about the genesis of how this came to be and convincing Rankin Jordan. Because look, you know, pediatric children's hospitals have a whole lot of stuff to deal with. Golf is not one of them, usually. How did you convince them, A, to say yes to this eight years ago in 2011? And how did you convince them to say yes to doing this 52 weeks a year, which is a huge commitment for a children's hospital? It, it really didn't take a whole lot of convincing. Uh, I had seen uh, an article in PJ Magazine about the, the program at Texas Scottish Rite in Dallas-Fort Worth. And in, in reading that, I thought, you know, we've got all around arguably the, the best pediatric health care in, in the country here in St. Louis with, with the incredible children's hospitals that we have. And in talking to a doctor that I know, he... he enlightened me on what all the different hospitals do and suggested Rankin Jordan as the perfect fit. Uh, his wife worked there at the time and, and they got me in touch with Jeanine Rowe, who's the community programs director at, at Rankin. And I you know, set up a meeting with her and we sat down and talked and I, I thought it was going to take a lot of convincing. I, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I just had this idea that I wanted <laughs> to help the kids and thought, hey, golf's a great way to do it. Right. And about I don't know, a minute or two into the conversation, it went from me trying to convince her to all of a sudden she was convinced and all on board completely, and it was a question of where are we going to start it, how are we going to start it, and we started that day writing the proposal of 
to present to administration to, to get it approved. Uh, and I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, yeah, I'll get all the, the equipment donated, no problem, we'll do this. Well, again, I had no clue how I was going to make this happen. And I left there and called Josh Riley, who at the time was our executive director here in the Gateway PGA section, and told him what I wanted to do. And through his, and, and, and Josh is the absolute greatest guy you'll ever meet and a fantastic PGA professional. Um, he got in touch with Ozzy Smith, who was our, our, at the time, our, but that was before PGA Hope and PGA Reach and, and all of that. And uh, so we just had a foundation here in the section, and Ozzy, was, well, Ozzy Smith was our, our president, and still is. And so Josh spoke with Ozzy, and, and we made, they made sure that we had the funds and, and everything that we needed to get this program started. Uh, and, and then the folks at U.S. Kids, John Bryan and, and everybody there were, were fantastic in helping us out with, with equipment. And uh, it, so it, it really was a um, very easy, um, convincing job uh, because, like I said, Janine was, was all on board from the get-go. And you know, it, it, the, the folks with our section, uh, Josh and Ozzy and, and everyone there, and, and still to this day with Allie Wells, who's our, our current executive director, everybody is so incredibly supportive and, and understands what, what golf is doing for the kids there at the hospital and want to make sure that, that they have everything they need. We are talking to Kevin Korn, um, who is the PGA head professional at the Innsbruck Resort uh, in St. Louis, and also runs this golf program at the Rankin-Jordan uh, Pediatric uh, Bridge Hospital in St. Louis, a children's hospital that has golf 60 to 90 uh, minutes every week, 52 weeks a year on Wednesday afternoons. So let me just explain a couple things for the folks out there who are not um, in the golf industry. Number one, every place in the country has a section of PGA professionals, te uh, teaching professionals, people who own and, and, and run, in many cases, golf courses. The St. Louis area, the Gateway Arch, is the Gateway, <clears throat> excuse me, PGA section. And if the name Ozzy Smith sounds familiar, yes, that is the Ozzy Smith who had that great baseball career, retired, and decided, you know, was a golf nut, and basically decided, I want to get behind what the gateway section is doing. So yes, that is the Ozzy Smith folks um, who Kevin is, is mentioning. That's just what I wanted to point out there. Um, for the folks out there who are listening to this, and this is how I was when I first heard about this from you four years ago, my first thought, Kevin, was golf, kids in bad shape. We've got to swing things. Uh, we've got dangerous situations. We've got clubs that could fly and balls that could hit people and all kinds of things. And yet you look at the video from KMOV, you look at the pictures and video that I've seen, which you have sent me over the years, and it's really safe. So if you wouldn't mind, just explain to the folks out there listening to this, how you guys have made it safe for both you, the volunteers, which we'll get to in a second, uh, but just everybody involved to make sure that this is inclusive, safe, and um, can be positive for everybody involved. The, the first thing we did, and, and, and safety is a, just like any junior golf program, safety is a, a huge component of it, um, especially in, in a pediatric hospital setting. Uh, the first thing we did was, was we used almost golf balls. 
which are essentially like hard Nerf golf balls. And you know, those, they won't break glass, they don't break skin. Uh, the kids love to hit them at us when we're out picking up golf balls <laughs> or, or whatnot, and it, it doesn't hurt. It, you know, the, the golf ball can hit you, and, and they get, the kids get the biggest kick out of it. Uh, and you know, it makes them happy, makes them smile and laugh, so, so it's like, hey, hit me all day long if you want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the, the golf balls alone make it very safe, but then we, we keep things spaced out enough uh, in in the if we're inside in Warner's Corner or outside on the the field in Rankin Jordan National Golf Links, that you know it's the, the kids aren't going to have any issues with swinging and and hitting somebody else. There's at least one volunteer or therapist or nurse, sometimes doctors um, with the kids. So it's absolutely as safe as can possibly be and and uh, you know knock on wood in almost nine years we haven't had had any issues at all which is absolutely amazing um let's now talk about those two things the volunteers and then the medical professionals um people can imagine golf swing is a rotary thing it's up and down it's vertical for some people like myself they need to get more horizontal in their swings um but that's a story for another day um when you look at the golf swing, obviously you have to make adjustments for certain people. So let's first talk about the medical side of it. Um, and it, you, you and I talked four years ago about how there's always somebody with these kids, especially those who are in really bad predicaments and, and, and need somebody with them. So who is it? Who do they send down? Who does the hospital give you to monitor these kids and make sure that they're not doing any damage, but they're just doing positive things for themselves and their bodies? Uh, it, it varies from kid to kid, actually. Mm. Um, we've got Janine is there all the time uh, as, as community programs director. She'll she'll be there every Wednesday with us, and then there'll be two or three or four rec, rec therapists there with us as well. Um, Depending on the child, there may be a nurse there. There, there. Like I said, there may be a doctor there every once in a while. Uh, and sometimes the doctors just come down because they want to have a match with the kids. <laughs> uh, so, so far, the doctors have not won yet. The kids always have, have beat them. Wow. So it, it, uh, we, we do some different things with them, and, and the, you know, everybody there just, just loves the program. So it's, it, you see the kids smiling and laughing, and, and you know how can you not? But... Um, Yes, yeah, so they, they've been incredibly supportive, and, and the, the care team makes certain that all the therapists know what, what limitations the kids may have. Uh, so if there's a child who's, who's you know, able to stand but has to be non-weight-bearing on a particular leg or, or foot or whatever, then you know, we know that going in, and, and we, we accommodate that obviously and, and because it's it's all about making the kids better and getting them healthy and, and home as fast as possible right um which is just an amazing thing which you guys do to help make sure that this program um continues to thrive um even as it enters as you say it's ninth year which is just amazing i mean i i i, I talked to you after year five and now you're entering year nine um as we look at this, we're talking to Kevin Korn and the, and the golf program he runs at the Rankin Jordan Children's Hospital and the Rankin Jordan National National Golf Links. Did I hear that right? Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Um, the other part of this is the volunteers, 
or are, are the volunteers. And I stress volunteers. Nobody is getting a cent out of this, which I believe is amazing. And the people that you have gotten to volunteer for this are basically, if, if it's held true since, since 2015, the best golf teachers in St. Louis, essentially, right? We, we've had a lot of people, and, and we're, we're fortunate here in the Gateway section uh, that we not only have a, a bunch of great golf professionals, we have a bunch of great people. And there hasn't been a time that I've sent out a, an email that saying, I, you know, we've got a, I know we have a big group coming, I need three, four, or five extra people, that I haven't had more than enough help. Uh, and, and it's something that... that Everybody has has supported and, and wants to get involved and, and you know, has no problem spending a couple hours with the kids and, and you know they they walk away feeling the same that I I do every week that that I get far more from it than than what the kids do and, and it's yeah like you said everything is is 100% volunteer and and one of the things that I'm the most proud of with the program is that that through our almost nine years now Rankin Jordan hasn't spent a penny on the instruction from from any of the golf professionals, any of the equipment, uh, you know, everything has been donated, uh, and, and and that's you know they, they've they've got far greater things to to concern themselves with with you know and, and where to spend their funds than on the golf program, and and uh, you know so I'm I'm happy to to be able to make sure that we can continue on with the program, and it's at no expense to to the hospital. Uh, give the folks out there an idea, Kevin, on, on a given week, how many kids are, are, are coming down for the 1 p.m. tea time at, at Rankin Jordan, and how many um, uh, kids have you served so far in, in, in these eight, almost nine years? Um, well, anywhere from four to seven or eight kids is, is pretty typical in a given week. Uh, and, and over the... the time we've had the program going I, I don't know what the actual number is at this point I, I, I know that here recently um, I say recently within the last year or so um, I'd heard that we'd, we'd had about 4,000 kids come through the program at one point or another um, yeah so it's it, no kid is, is told no that, that they they can't play everyone is welcomed and included and and you know if they're we we had a, a child here not all that long ago that came to golf laying face down in a hospital bed and couldn't move from that position, had to stay face down. And next thing you know, I, I, with these with the almost golf balls, since they're lighter, we you can actually roll them up onto the tee and, and tee it up without ever having to bend over and pick up the golf ball. Mm. Uh, so I, I showed this child how, how to do that. And so, so we... You look at, at what this kid is doing and laying face down in the hospital bed, teeing golf balls up on their own and hitting them off the windows. Huh. It, 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 I was like, this is absolutely incredible. It, it seems like every week I'm seeing something that, that still just blows me away. This is what I emphasize to the folks out there. Go look at the video that's in my uh, the um, notes for this podcast. Um, go look at the material out there if you Google golf at, at, at Rankin Jordan. It's kids in wheelchairs. It's kids who are clearly going through something and are weak at the time. 
Kevin and his team have found a way to give them a golf experience. It may not be your classic golf experience, but it's a golf experience. And for that family, I'm sure that was the highlight of their day because you're not in these children's hospitals. You know, this is not, um, if, if you're at these places, you've got a problem. And to be able to give them something to smile or laugh about during this time is huge because you're not at Rankin Jordan for a good reason. That's basically the bottom line. I, I think I'm um, safe in saying that. And um, it, it allows you that moment of joy, that, that, that moment of normalcy. Um, the, you know, come on, hit me. You know, as you pick up the, the, the golf balls in the field, that's the normalcy that's been robbed from so many of these kids. And you're trying to bring it back, which I just think is an amazing thing. Yeah, and it's, you know, the whole goal of, of our program uh, is to make the kids smile and, and let them have fun and, and use golf as a healing tool uh, so that, that they're healing while they're playing. It's just a, another component of, of the Care Beyond the Bedside model and, and letting kids be kids. And, and when, when you see that smile or, or hear the laughter, especially that, that first well-struck shot, because anybody that plays golf know how, knows how good it feels when you hit a ball solid. Yep. Uh, for some of us, me at the top list, it doesn't happen often enough, but <laughs> it, it, it still it's a great feeling if you hit one solid and all of a sudden you, you hear that, that laughter and, and you see that smile and, and it's like this is exactly why we're doing it. And, and yeah, it, again, I... I I like telling a lot of stories about the kids and, and yeah. using them as, as examples. We had had a boy here not all that long ago that that came to, to golf. And, and, and most of the kids, like you're saying, most of the kids that we see are in wheelchairs or you know, need aid standing, whether it's with a walker or a gate belt, having somebody hold them up or, or whatever it might be. And, and we had a, a boy come here not that long ago. He's in a wheelchair, and, and he said, I can't play golf. I'm in my wheelchair. Well, of course you can. I'm, I'm going to show you how. And, and so we talk back and forth a little bit, and he decides he'll give it a try. And maybe a half dozen shots into it, he looks up and he, he smiles and he goes, I can do this. And he's just grinning, and, and he goes from thinking he can't do it to 45 minutes later, he's still hitting golf balls. And you know, th- those are the, are the types of, of things that... Yeah, I, I, at times I just kind of stand there and shake my head in disbelief. That it's like the, it's the, the kids are absolutely amazing, and and the resiliency that they show with with the challenges they're facing, um, you know, it's it's beyond inspirational. It's it's insane, and and that's a perfect segue into two things that I want to um, say because and and if I can get through it because these are both emotional stories, but. It's the holiday season, it's the feel-good season, and these are stories that will warm your heart because good things can happen, there is good news out there, and there is amazing things out there. Um, and it didn't make the original article, so now I get, I, I get to say it. Um, a kid who would now be 15 endured 25 surgeries on his hips. If that rings a bell, do you want to tell that story or should I tell that story? It's actually more than that now. Wow. Uh, Coop has had, goodness, I think 26 or 27 uh, surgeries on his hip and and right leg uh, with more to come. 
And it's funny that you, you mentioned him because I, I got a text from his mom here a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, that told me that shortly after Christmas he was trying out for his high school golf team. Wow. So it, uh, yeah, the, the, I, I got that, and I, I had to read it a couple of times because it, it got it was difficult to read it with with you know my allergies just suddenly got a little bad and and then, and there were tears in my eyes and, and, and the room got dusty magically. It, it did. It's funny how that works. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, but it, it's yeah. He, he just he keeps on going, and, and I got video last week, I believe it was, of, of him hitting golf balls, and he wasn't hitting them as good as he wanted to, so. He made his mom take video and, and send it to me to see see what I could help him out with. Oh, great! So now, so now, oh, oh, oh my! This is incredible. This is a kid who's had twenty seven surgeries, bound for more. It sounds like, unfortunately, and yet he's got that competitive fire in him. Didn't like how he was hitting it, and now, not only is he saying, "Look at what I'm doing," but now he wants free tips. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Um, I'll, I'll just finish the sentence here because it, it's just amazing. We, we watched him progress from a hospital bed to a wheelchair to a walker to standing, having hit golf balls the whole time, finding a way to continue his love of the game no matter what physical limitation he, he may have had. How, how can you not get behind stories like this? Um, it's incredible. The second one is the person who's got to be now 17 who told us straight up his goal was to use golf to help him learn how to walk. Does that story ring a bell or should I read it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. after a lot of work, one day he stood up from his wheelchair, walked to the putting green, hit a few putts, and sat back down. Those were the first steps of, of any kind he ever took. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what's uh, happening here? That This is... <laughs> I... This is why I wanted to do this podcast during the holiday season, because these are the stories that bring a tear to your eye, but also make you remember that there is magic in this world. It is, and, and you know, magic's um, a way that one, the mother of one of the, the children that we've had described the program. Um, and to me it's Frank and Jordan in general because the things they do there on a daily basis are nothing short of miraculous you know we've had there's there's all the stories that, that I can tell with, with the golf program and, and you know it's like Cooper's story and, and AJ's with, with taking his first steps up to the putting green we've had uh, two or three other kids I, one of them actually had a video of him taking his first steps after a, a very very serious accident and, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, his first steps from that were, were up to the math to, to hit golf balls. Um, but there were two boys at, at Rankin Jordan. Um, one was, I believe, two years ago. One was three years ago, who were both diagnosed as quadriplegics out of the big hospital, and they walked out of Rankin Jordan. Mm. Yeah, it's and, and and you see those things there when, when you get to go and, and frequently, and, and, and you know, I'm very fortunate that, that they let me come in as often as I do. And you see these things on a regular basis. It, it they they are performing miracles every day with these children, and and it's so great to see because you know Dr. Nick Holkamp is the, the chief medical officer. He, he likes to say that it's the job of the big hospitals to save the kids' lives. It's our job to give them their lives back. 
and, wow. and you see the staff doing just that every day and, and you know the, the success that they're having with the kids and, and getting them back to, to living a, a, their best life it, it's simply unbelievable uh, you and I are both going to lose it if, if, if we don't get back to some more uh, <laughs> mundane topics here so so let's kind of shift this this back. What is the simulator going to allow you to do besides being able to allow these kids to play the same golf courses they're seeing on TV? Because one of the things that Ryan Seacrest and his foundation have focused on is these kids have nothing to do all day. They're there for some kind of treatment, some kind of recovery, and then they're back in their beds and they're just stuck there. And that's why he's put content studios in the, in, into so many children's hospitals to try to give these kids something to do what is this simulator going to allow these kids to do yeah, it's, it's going to allow them to more fully experience and enjoy golf mm. uh, and, and the, one of the coolest things at at rankin jordan is that the kids once they wake up they spend i, I forget what the actual number is but it's it's 75 or 80 percent of their waking hours are spent outside of their bed you know, they, they they get the kids up and and there's TVs all throughout the hospital. There's uh, a teen lounge upstairs in the expansion where there's movies and video games. Mm. Yeah, you know, there's there's basketball hoops, and it, it's you, you never feel like you're actually in a hospital when when you walk around and look at these things. So that the kids are able to to stay out and, and have activities and and do stuff all day long. And to be honest, when I saw the video of the surprise squad, that could have been a hotel lobby for all for, you know. For all you knew, that that did not look like a hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that's basically right in the middle of the hospital. That's I, I call it our indoor driving range, <laughs> um, but it's, it's actually in in Warner's Corner. Uh, that that area um, was was made possible through donation from Kurt and Brenda Warner, and and we we have spots like that that we can hit balls all all year long so you know in the st louis summers when it gets so unbearably hot or or the winters when you know today it's 50 degrees and and next wednesday we're supposed to have snow right uh, yeah it, it's that gives us a spot that we can go all the time and hit and and now with the the simulator right next door in, in one of the therapy gyms the, the kids are going to be able to, to keep playing golf pretty much as, as much as they want that's amazing. All right, um, three more for you here, Kevin. Um, as you look at this this whole setup, which you have, Rankin Jordan, the golf program, the Gateway PGA section behind you, PGA Reach and PGA Hope, which for the folks out there is uh, the charity arm of the PGA of America, uh, which represents the 29,000 men and women teaching professionals in this country. And the and the uh, move to help veterans uh, get in the golf as a therapy tool for the folks out there in the golf industry who see this. What's your message to them? And then just for the average Joe out there who sees this and wants to help a children's hospital in some regard, what's your message to them? So those two constituencies. What's your message? Yeah, it it's something that that I think. Um, needs to to grow and expand, and and it is through through PGA Reach and and PGA Hope. Uh, it is starting to grow, and, and golf is starting to get more inclusive. Uh, but there's still a long way to go. And 
there, there's nothing more rewarding that, that I've found than putting a smile on the face of a child in a pediatric hospital. Mm. The, the feeling is absolutely incredible. And to, to be able to do that on a regular basis is, uh, it, it, it's hands down the best thing I've done in golf. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and it's, I'm, the only thing, the only regret I have is I didn't start it sooner. Um, <laughs> you know, but it, it's incredible that, that, you know, to be able to do that with the children and, and see their progress. And, and, and the great thing with, with, uh, Rank and Jordan is the kids are there for an extended period of time. The average stay is about 42 days. So we're getting to really connect with them and spend time. And, and as the kids are progressing with golf, a big part of that is because they're healing. And they're so not only is their game improving, but a lot of times the reason that their game improving is, is because they're healing and, and getting better, which is the, the best part about it. Right. And, uh, and it's anybody that's interested in wanting to, to get something going, they certainly can reach out to me. I'm happy to, to talk and, and, and answer any questions on, on what we do at, at Rankin. Um, but, you know, just do it. It's... That, that's I got the idea, and I just said, okay, I'm going I'm to start this. I, I, the golf ball doesn't know who's hitting it. It's, it's going to fly the same way. The physics behind getting golf ball to fly or, or don't change whether the person's standing, sitting, laying down, whatever. It's always the same. So, yeah, it's the, the main thing is just I wanted to help the kids, and, and you know, golf's the way I could do it. It's, it's worked out wonderfully. Look at that. Um and it is absolutely amazing what, what you guys have done. For folks who are listening to this in the Gateway section, the, in the St. Louis area, who want to help you specifically, what's the best remedy to do that? Um, there's, there's two ways to do it. Um, the simplest way is just to go to the Rankin Jordan website, and there's a, a Give Now button in the top right corner of the homepage. They can always just donate through there, and, and if they want to be for just for the hospital in general, go for it. Uh, if, if they want it to be golf-specific, uh, they can just put a note on there to, to, for the funds to be steered towards the golf program. Uh, and they can also do the same with, with the PGA Reach uh, here in the Gateway section. Uh, Kevin Korn, the head PGA professional at the Innsbruck Resort, which is in St. Louis, and also, if, if you want to, I believe I'm correctly quoting the... Uh, CEO of Rankin Jordan in that KMLV piece, the PGA head professional of the Rankin Jordan Children's Hospital. <laughs> that is correct, yes, sir. Uh, that's uh, Kevin Korn and the amazing work he's doing with kids. Now, a couple things uh, as you're unteeing it up here for the first time. Um, number one, if if you and your fellow pros ever do beat the kids, either in a competition, a putting competition, a simulator competition, um, what's, you know, what I, these kids are going to be shocked. Are you worried about the ramifications of these kids saying, hey, we've got to hunker down now and you'll never win again? Are you concerned that you might be a one-hit wonder if one of your coaches wins? Yeah, as long as it's a putting contest, I can assure you that I'm never going to win that. <laughs> um, that that's a given. I, I I sat out there one day um, with one of the boys, and for 30 minutes, he sat in 
then drain putt after putt after putt, and I'm you know happy if I can two putt from where we're hitting from. <laughs> Look at that! It's the home court advantage. Yeah, it, it's it, it was amazing, and and he was another one that initially didn't really want to play golf, and once he started it, absolutely loved it. That's uh, that's incredible. Um, and then obviously uh, every first time guest on Teeing It Up and and the Teeing It Up fans will will know this. Um, have to uh, have to answer two random questions, um, non non personal, but just two out of nowhere random questions. When you sit down and you're in a meeting, what color pen do you take notes in? Black. Black. Why black? It's just the color of pen. I, I, I always carry a pen with me, and it, it always is black. Okay, so is it a pet peeve against blue, or is it just you like black better? It's just what I've always used. There you go. I'm the same way, for the record. Um, and finally, and this is the one that um, might trip you up. I, I may have found a question that will finally trip you up. Would you rather... Whoops. Would you rather... Break a hundred, and, and and this is for Kevin, the generic golfer, not Kevin, the head professional. When when you sit down at night, would you rather break a hundred, see the Cardinals win the World Series, or have neither of those happen forever, and the Blues? permanently be Stanley Cup champions because it was so out of nowhere that it happened. Are you content with the miracle season that the St. Louis Blues had? Well, I'm, I'm the oddball here in St. Louis that I'm actually not a Blues fan, and I'm, I maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it, uh, it, was, it was fantastic to see them win the Cup last year, and, and you know, it was, it was wonderful for the city and and uh I'd, I'd like to see that happen more frequently um even though they're they're not my favorite team um who is your favorite team i'm a national predators fan oh look at that oh all right so so let me throw so let me throw this then you get uh have have you ever had a hole in one on the golf course I've had one. One. Would you rather have another hole-in-one, or would you rather see the Nashville Predators host the Stanley Cup trophy? Stanley Cup. Oh, that, and you answered that without a, without a hesitation. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I thought I could trip you up there, Kevin. <laughs> I thought I could trip you up. Uh, Kevin, you're, you're doing amazing stuff. Um, thank you so much for coming on Teeing It Up today. Thank you for talking about this. Um, and and just keep up the great work. We are so happy um, that you're doing what you're doing uh, to help such a, a, a deserving audience out there. Well, I, I greatly appreciate the opportunity to, to talk with you and, and can't say how much I appreciate all the kind words and, and support. It, it, uh, I, I very much appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure, and thank you all for listening uh, to this edition of Teeing It Up, and you'll see more information on how to donate in the liner notes of this podcast, and we will see you next time.